And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Animaniacast. We're going to use the money to buy a Pacific island on which we will build a lair inside a live volcano. Every supervillain needs one, just like Dr. No. Dr. Who? No, Dr. No. Who's a doctor? Yes. Dr. Yes? No. Oh, Dr. No. Yes. I don't get it. And welcome, everyone, once again to yet another episode of the Animaniacast. This is the podcast, of course, that's dedicated to the animated television series, Animaniacs, as well as other shows within the Rugerverse of shows, you know, such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky the Brain, and Freakazoid. But today, we're talking about yet another episode of the Animaniacs reboot. That's right, we're talking about episode 22, a.k.a. episode 9 of the second season of the Animaniacs reboot. We're going to talk about all the cultural references and gags that we want to talk about, and of course, in the end, we're going to give this episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother, Nathan. Ah, the segment was only supposed to be 15 seconds long. <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, there's Kelly. Hey there. Hello. Well, yes, today we have uh, an episode that has uh, another it's four segments in this one, although two of them mm. are pretty short. Uh, it's The first one's called What Is That? Then it's followed up by Mouse Madness. And then the segment that we had heard about a long time ago, but finally got to see Christopher Columbusted. And then, of course, we wrap it all up with a short sort of commercial called Fake Medicines. And if someone were to ask you about this episode in just a few words, what would you tell them, Nathan? Um, it's all segments about people trying to figure out what something is or things are or what where something is or what something is. That's so it. Every segment just all, everyone's like confused. Yeah. Just trying to figure <laughs> out what something is slash does. It's just, we're, we're all just trying to figure out stuff, folks. <laughs> and Kelly, what about you? There are a lot of weird creatures in this one. Yeah, uh, that is that is true. There's creatures, creatures, creatures. Um, yeah, there. Are. And what would you say, Joey? <laughs> I would say uh, I there was four segments, and they're a little disappointed <laughs> short. for for the buildup of that Columbus one. I was a little disappointed for it, but we'll get into that. So before we do, we got to talk about, of course when this episode first premiered and little do many people know this, but actually November 5th of 2021, this episode premiered. So Nathan, we got to ask you for our November 5th facts theme song. Woohoo! I remember a time in November. It was the fifth of the month. And I once talked to a man and he told me this once. <laughs> He said, there are facts to know, and you should tell them to the folks, and they will hear the words, and they will see the light. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> that was that was something. <laughs> that was like an epic, like that based on a true story. Wow. <laughs> who did you who are you meeting Who's on the street? Guy? I don't know. Was, but yeah, something about the light. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Nathan, tell us what are the November 5th facts for today? Okay. So I tried to get these uh somewhat uh in theme of the episode. So here we go. In 1492, oh. Christopher Columbus learns of maize or corn oh. <laughs> from the Indians of Cuba. That's right. <laughs> um, in 1952, uh, basketball Hall of Famer Bill Walton was born. There's a bunch of other basketball players as well. I didn't know who to pick, but I picked him. Um, and then also um, on November 5th, 1966, the second Doctor's debut in The Power of the Daleks. It's a lost episode, but that premiered at 5.49 p.m. on November 5th, 1966. Ooh. And then there's a bunch of other one, Doctor Who things, because, you know, you know, Animaniacs is Doctor Who, right? So yeah, the Warners are the, Time Lords. The spinoff Torchwood, uh, they had their fourth episode in 2006. There was a... <laughs> Uh, the second there was a shows that Sarah Jane Adventures. Now. Yeah, this is where we've gotten to <laughs> the Sarah Jane Adventures had an episode on November fifth, okay. and well, uh, yeah, so when we run out of facts, we just start mentioning shows <laughs> at some point in television history that premiered on November fifth. There was 5th. a TV show episode that aired on that day. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, let's go ahead and talk about today's episode. <laughs> And we got to talk about, of course, the variable, the variable diverse, which was definitely not Bruce Wayne. Definitely not Bruce Wayne. And I thought that was pretty cool. You know, Yakko dressed up as Batman in a kind of a purpley mm-hmm. Batman suit. Adam West, I would assume. Yes, dr- yeah. Like there's a thing in Adam West that had the bomb. I think in the Batman mm-hmm. movie. Right. Yep. So He's running back and forth, about to trying to throw it over each side, but one side has ducks and. <laughs> and then he tries the other side, you know, just going back and forth. I'd love to see that new Batman movie have something like that where he's about to do something, but there's a family of ducks down there and he goes, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, well, it was, it was supposed to be funny. And yeah, know, it was. Um, I, yeah. The whole thing about the, the 60s version of Batman was it, it was a parody of itself. Like they were just having fun. Mm-hmm. It, it was almost, I mean, let's face it, it was like almost a more serious version of Freakazoid in some ways. It was. <laughs> you know they were they were having fun um i i did th- i think it was kind of funny how they you know I, I don't know why they decided to put yakko in a purple batman suit because warner brothers owns dc and everything you would think like why worry about changing the color he almost looked like one of those variant action figures you know when you're a kid and you're getting all these different batman figures and batman would have different suits and sometimes <laughs> I remember there's one that was a Batman like lime green, fluorescent green Batman suit. And it was supposed to be like him as a scuba diver or something like that. And I was just like, why would Batman? Batman would never wear this <laughs> outfit. Like this is the complete opposite the of what. Master of stealth. <laughs> <laughs> Put my neon green suit on. If I'm, if I'm ever in front of a green screen, I'll be invisible. Why does Batman sound like Harrison Ford? I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, Adam West's costume was kind of purplish, right? Purple, yeah. A yeah, bit. I guess so. Yeah. Well, anyway. 
He wasn't as muscular as Yakko though in this. He was. Oh no, definitely not. I'm, I was just like, <laughs> let me compare the pictures. <laughs> Yakko is doing major gainies. So there you go. So yeah, it was like the third week in a row. Maybe there was a week off. I can't remember. Oh yeah, there was the horse maimie in between. But yeah. but the yeah yeah they're all making gainies though each Warner. <laughs> Yes. Well, that, oh, put that together. Put the combination of those three Warners all buff. Well, mm-hmm. I guess we'll see that kind of in the 80s cats coming up. So, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and talk about today's episode. We're going to start off with what is that? Hey, kids, look up from your brain wrecking devices for a sec. It's time for What Is That with the Warners. What is that? And What Is That was written by. Ted Mulcairin and Wellesley Wilde. It was directed by Eric Knutson. And in this, it's kind of, it starts off kind of like a, uh, almost like a nature documentary. The um, narrator, who sounds very stuffy, you know, stuck up, I should say, is introducing a, something called a hang. And the, the Warners come out and they want to call it a bang. Let me ask you a personal question, announcer. Can you hang a bang and a bang hang? Nope. And if it crashes to the ground and you call me, then would you be a man who rang about a hang bang clang? No, I would never call you about a hang bang clang. So you admit it, it is a bang. Yeah, it, it you know, they they want to call it bang and the narrator's like, no, it's not. Uh, eventually an alien comes out of the, the Warners go away, but an alien comes out of the bushes and the narrator gets freaked out and essentially runs away. His voice letters trail off into the distance. So, you know, the narrator's gone. I have to rethink everything I know. (laughs) But it turns out that the alien was actually the Warners dressed up as the alien. And then an exact copy of that alien comes out of the bushes and scares the Warners and the alien takes the bang, AKA hang and flies away in a UFO shaped like the hang. The end. There we uh, go. There we go. So there were, I mean, cultural references, the only one I could kind of find that was sort of, I guess one was, um, there was a fish skeleton that, uh, got its skin back and it reminded me of just nature documentaries, how they like to show something laying on the ground decomposing in fast motion. So it was just the reverse. The music was so beautiful that the fish came back to life. Unfortunately, it's still on the ground, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it's happier for a little bit until so it realizes. came back to life briefly. Yes. Briefly said, Hey, cool music. Oh wait, I don't have any water dead again. Okay. Uh, but what were some things, uh, anything you guys uh, liked in this first segment? Uh, Kelly, let's uh, start with you. Mm. Deep thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, um, I mean, I, I guess I could blame it. I was watching that while I was, I was walking on the treadmill to try and get some steps in, but, um, no, I, I, I just didn't find it funny yeah or i mean i i saw what they were going for and what they were parroting you know like you said the nature documentary but the the bang hang it just wasn't it just wasn't funny 
Yeah. Or, or even really interesting. I, I felt like um, it just didn't grab me. Yeah, it really. It, yeah, I kind of agree. It seems it seems like the the writers in this one it almost felt like they had they felt like they had to do this, other than they should have. Like, what was the point in doing this? It wasn't. It I don't know. Like, if it was an ongoing segment, like if they th- threw out a bunch of these, then maybe I would. Is if it's an ongoing joke, then maybe I'd get it a little bit more. But it went on a long time, and it wasn't that funny. Uh, at least for me, Nathan. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I thought it should have stuck at the 15-second mark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This segment was only supposed to be 15 seconds long. Like, yeah, this would have been good 15 seconds. Um, But, yeah, I I looked up. I liked the song, I think, was fine. The music there was written by... It's called Hang, and it was written by uh, Bill and... Brendan Ryan, I think something. Which they, is just the music they, that was played when they played the hang. Yeah, just but the they random... were in a band with the singer of Violent Femmes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, "Who's this guy?" I was like, "Oh, he was in a band, not Violent Femmes, but it was, oh. but it was a singer. The, the singer of Violent Femmes was in a band with them. So it's well something. Yeah, uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really like the design of the alien either in this one, but I did like the design of this alien more than the designs of the aliens in the first season. So I guess mm-hmm. that's something. Yeah. But I still didn't like it. I just thought it was I it's kind of like last the first season was totally weird and just I didn't like those designs. And this one was just like, okay, it's a guy in an elephant suit. Like what is with this alien? I don't it yeah, maybe it was a different color or something. I I don't know. It just didn't look exotic enough. Um in the end I put this was not comedy bang bang. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's a podcast <laughs> that, reminds, that reminds me of the song in the opening of um kill bill bang bang oh yeah I, my baby shot me down or something like that yes bang bang into your heart bang bang that's a totally different song <laughs> everybody wants to okay talking about kill bill <laughs> well <laughs> let's go let's just move on because We've talked about that long segment for too long. More than 15 seconds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Mouse Madness. <laughs> Mouse Madness was written by Lucas Crandles and Timothy Nash. It was directed by Eric Knutson. And uh, Kelly, what happens in Mouse Madness? Okay. Well, it's about basketball. Uh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, brains watching a basketball game and and it's funny because pinky pinky's reaction is basically what anybody in my family would react as if i got really emotionally invested in, in a uh basketball game hey cab you're watching sports who are you and what have you done with the real brain love <laughs> seriously though brain is that you you've replaced yourself with clones so many times i can't tell quiet pinky you pearl and protoplasmic peon it one time I was actually posting about a, a football game on, on Facebook and people were like, what is going on with you? Someone's hacked her account. <laughs> and um, then it came out that, well, you know, they're supposed to show the new Star Wars trailer like halftime or at the end of the game <laughs> or something. Because I was like, there was like only 20 seconds on the clock and it's 20 minutes from still going, you know. So they're like, what? You call that a foul? No. <laughs> 
Okay, I know enough to know there's not fouls in football. <laughs> um, right. I didn't. <laughs> I think so. No, I um, I my sisters played high school basketball, so I actually know a little bit about basketball. But anyway, the um, Pinky's like, you know, <laughs> are you really you brain? Like, what what is going on? And um. Brain writes the score down, and then you find out he's he's trying to do that whole Biff Tannen Back to the Future thing, where yep. he's got his little remote control, and he's going to go back in time and bet on the game, and so he can get a lot of money, tr- a trillion dollars, basically. And he wants to own a like a secret lair on a volcano <laughs> or yes. island or something. <laughs> And uh, it became a little bit like on the who's on first joke. And that was funny. Or who's on this, who's on stage, right? Yeah. <laughs> the ideal version. Yes. Woodstock. Yes. Woodstock slappy. Woodstock slappy. Yeah. Doesn't get better than that. Nope. That's funny and will always remain funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like I like that little exchange. And um, so you see the money uh, slowly growing, like really slowly. Yeah. And so he's. He's doing it a, a million times, and um, Pinky keeps asking him, you know, what what's that brain? And he gets really annoyed. So Fluke University, they keep moving up in the the ranks, um, and so the money gets bigger and bigger. Um, but what Brain doesn't realize is he's causing issues in like the. the sp- Space time continuum or something. It starts to really throw things out of whack. There's, there's kind of like this uh, soap opera drama with Pinkies. Hey, God, if Pinky finds out about us, you and I will never see each other again, Pinky. Oh, Pinky. Pinky couldn't bear a life without you, Pinky. Wait. No. And there's Alien that is kind of like Pinky that tries to eat him. Oh, what have you got there, Rain? And just crazy nightmare kind of stuff going on and, and brains. And one of them, bra- uh, I'm sorry, Pinky is intelligent. Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? I believe so, Brain. Your device must be disrupting the very fabric of the universe, creating ever more bizarre and unstable timelines. One wonders if continued use of your temporal inverter will escalate the decay until the walls of reality come crashing down around us. And it just gets goofier and goofier. The one with the, the weird alien, that's one he stumbles into, and he's actually emperor. He's like, oh, well, I, I, I think we've done enough. Now, if we do do any more, the everything will implode. So uh, there's statues of him and banners, and he's got his island, and, he, you know, he seems real content. But then th- this big monster alien that's, uh, like, kind of like Pinky tries to eat him, and he gets sucked back into the vortex. And finally he gets back to the lab, and then... <laughs> He looks real sad because Pinky's not there, but then Pinky shows up and then basically it starts all over again. But um, this time he doesn't rewind the the clock. You were quite the hero, my old friend. Come, we must prepare for tomorrow night. What are we going to do tomorrow night, Rain? 
You know what? Anything that you want to do. Why don't we take a night off and go to that paint our own pottery class like our therapist told us to? No. We're taking over the world! And, um, oh, and then a funny thing is that one of the basketball players was named LaMarche. And Brain's like, who's LaMarche? <laughs> I totally so, you know. missed that. Oh, my goodness, you How did. How did I miss that? I don't know. This is it, Pinky. Williams makes this play, and our plan comes to fruition. Gesundheit, by the way. <laughs> who's Williams? LaMarche shoots. Excuse me, who shoots? So it helps to watch on closed caption. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so Maurice LaMarche is the voice of the brain, of course. That's and so cool. um, yep. So a little inside joke there. And then um, I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think there was one there was one part that you forgot, which was the 3D. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they go right before the end, he's going to destroy... The he's gonna like go back and destroy it, and he goes to like this felt world where like Pinky is stop motion and the brain is flat, and uh, Pinky like sacrifices himself basically to uh, while destroying it. And when he comes back and everything's destroyed, there's a moment where the brain thinks that he's all alone and Pinky doesn't exist in the timeline anymore, and he's sad. But then Pinky's there. <laughs> But it was cute to see the. It was cool to see number one that um, the animation style kind of combined, and uh, also um, just I don't know. I like those moments when the brain um, has a little bit of humanity to him, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Uh, but th- there was a you know I mean references to to cultural stuff. I mean obviously May Mania is March Madness. Um, Mentioned Doctor Who, Doctor No, and you know Doctor No's. That's uh, that's James Bond, Doctor Who. You know, well those are the Warners. You know, Time Lords. There was an episode that came out in November fifth, nineteen sixty six, of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was I thought it was interesting in this one that um, the brain refers to himself as a supervillain. I, I don't know. He's not much of a supervillain in my mind, but uh, he doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> that's true. Hey, wait a second. Uh, no, super intelligence is supposed to be a superpower, but he doesn't have super intelligence. He's only crazy. <laughs> um, I also, you know, the fluke university is for like Duke university who I used to hate growing up, you know, watching it, you know, the, cause they're all, they were always in the finals and they were always the people, you know, you love to hate. Um, and there was a there was a bunch of other slightly humorous universities mentioned in the bracket right there. Uh, one of them was called Yeet U, which uh, the word Yeet is so fun to say. That's what they do with those balls. They got to yeet them. And then I realized when I looked at the bracket, the whole thing about putting fluke up there was basically kind of doing the F-bomb because it says fluke U on it constantly and i thought are they doing another f-bomb joke like they did in the previous episode hmm oh i, I didn't know. see it like that yeah but... i kind of i i don't know i went hmm i don't know but i don't know anymore because they already they already did it once in the previous one so now i'm like i don't know what they're doing and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh but what do you guys uh like about this uh first uh, uh pinky the brain segment i guess 
<laughs> we should say, what did you guys like about this Pinky the Brain segment or not like or whatever? Nathan, let's start with you. Um, they, there's time travel, which is fun. Um, when Pinky first, when things first start going wrong, Pinky speaks German. This is all wrong. Oh, what has to in hand in the hell? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you know what he says? I did. What did he say? I was, I was like, I don't know. So, but I have, my girlfriend speaks German. And so Ooh. I asked her and I was like, what does she, and she said, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was cause it's, it was very strange. It's like, what do you have in your dog brain or something? Huh. Is what it sounds like. But, but it turns out she's saying, what do you have in your hands brain? It just says the dialect's a little weird cause it doesn't, the, but the Hinden. So it's basically him saying the same thing he says. What do you got there, brain? Like, ooh, yeah, but it's it's not that. Well, yeah, if you wanted to just say, what do you have there? But like, buses, uh, buses, yeah, buses do da. Oh, Gehirn, Gehirn is brain. So, yeah, so tapestries, yeah, (laughs) buses do in in Hindu Gehirn. Okay. So I was having a lot of fun trying to speak German. So, um, I I liked uh, Brain's corrections of uh, whom and smote, you know, for uh, grammatical corrections. And the yeah, the stop motion was very uh, pleasing to look at. I think. So. Yeah. Well, Kelly, what about you? Any additional things? Um, no, I I think I I mentioned all the things that stood out. Um. You know what I, I would have I would have liked you were mentioning the Back to the Future 2 thing and I got uh-huh. that connection too. It was like I, I would have <laughs> I what did I write down my notes? I said, couldn't he just wait for the whole <laughs> yes, that's what I, wrote. I wrote, couldn't he just wait for the entire March Madness or May Mania to complete and then get the entire bracket, jump back Which one is- time? Well, well he he's... had to build the money he was like Oh, investing. Yeah, but uh, the thing but, is, in March Madness, you can bet from the beginning yeah. on each thing, and you still get like huge odds. It's like I, I put the in the notes the odds of getting a perfect bracket is yeah. Like what do you say 9. here? Point two quintillion. Yes, the odds of <laughs> or to put down the never yeah. tell me the odds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these these were brought to us by C three PO. The odds for having a perfect bracket for the NCAA tournament only one in nine point two quintillion. Quintillion, I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's rounded down. Although uh, there was a professor that's like, well, if you know basketball, maybe it's only like one in 128 billion. <laughs> so it's still so just like that's you know, so there you go. That's what brain could make a lot from just yeah, he could have just but but he says in the episode it only goes back two hours, which doesn't make sense because later on he goes back and to right. when it was first created. So it's like right. they, they kind of. Another thing yeah. that kind of annoyed me the, with this. The episode reminded me a lot of the Simpsons uh, Treehouse of Terror episode, too, where Homer kept hitting things prehistoric times with a toaster. Do you remember yes. that one? Mustn't yeah. touch, mustn't squish. If you <laughs> remember what your dad a... told you on your wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I would have really liked it if instead of being in a super villain place that for some reason brain once in the show um because really would he really want that he would just want the world not like to 
have a polluted whatever. I don't. It's a, that that whole thing is messed up to me. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but I would have loved to see him uh, in a universe having a giant casino and then like Pinky being there with like cosmetic enhancements or something like that. Mm. <laughs> like that. I thought that would have been because basically the same kind of idea of betting on sports and becoming incredibly rich um was yeah totally felt like back to the future too to me but whatever you know yeah it didn't it didn't like it how it suddenly jumped back to like more than two hours at the end because again that's why i'm like why wouldn't you because you because it doesn't matter right if you have 17 cents and he's building it he's still betting the win and then betting the win so this one in this version he's he's betting the exact like uh he's doubles of each one. So he's, oh, he's betting doing the scores the on each scores. game. So like, and but normally he could still have done that. He could have just written down the scores. He could I have done every true. single bracket. He could have done every single one. That, yeah. That's my point. It's like, he, he didn't have to, you could have just done it once, jump back one time, back in time. It's, this is what happens with any back to the back in time, uh, thing. There's always going to be in time travel, uh, stories. There's always going to be, plot holes and things that do not make sense. Even when in like the Marvel films, when they tried very hard to, you know, they just create new universes. It's not that hard, Joey. Jeez. Okay. Well, it's different branches. Oh my gosh. <sighs> can't because <laughs> can't because <laughs> we can't because anyway, uh, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and talk about, uh, the segment that we've been waiting for talk about for a long time. This is Christopher Columbusted. And Christopher Columbusted was written by Lucas Crandles and Timothy Nash, directed by Eric Knudsen. Nathan, what happens here in Christopher Columbusted? Okay, well, uh, the Warners are sailing on a ship. Uh, we get some little nautical puns and some poop jack jokes. <laughs> yeah. Human wackle, man the poop deck. <laughs> oh, this nautical sketch was a great idea to get around the censors. They get called over uh, by the captain who turns out to be Christopher Columbus. And through some uh, research quick uh, that Yakko had brought from 500 years in the future, uh, we find out that Christopher Columbus was not a great person necessarily. He enslaved how many people? He was arrested by who? And he has his own holiday. Why? Oh, there's just too much bad stuff in here to fit into a single sketch. But it just might fit in a song. Uh, we get a little song even. So we hear uh, in 1492 what happened. Um, so Christopher Columbus uh, doesn't like these Warners uh, singing on his ship. So he... Uh, you know, kicks him off the boat, puts him on an is- a deserted island, uh, makes him walk the plank, and um, maybe get eaten by sharks. Uh, all three of those things. <laughs> <laughs> While he uh, sails off to find land, and you know, well, he's looking for Asia, and he's like, "All right, I think we found it." Turns out it's uh, not Asia; it's probably Cuba or something. Um, the Warners are there. They've actually uh, taken the sharks uh, using some baloney and. Yakko's slack to uh, pull the boat so they can get to each island quicker than Christopher Columbus. And they have some more verses to sing to Christopher Columbus about how he's not a great person. And we find out that he's not a great person. 
He's not a good sailor. He's a bad sailor. Yeah, he doesn't. And know why how does to he have a well. day? Yeah, why does he have his own day? The Warners keep asking us things over and over again. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Oh, yeah! He had three ships. He sailed from Spain. A first-rate hat top, a second-rate brain. He sailed by night. He sailed by day. Well, somebody tell him he sailed the wrong way. He's cruel. He rules through thuggery. Yet he's praised for the new world's discovery. Are we sure he deserves his own day? We'd have found this stuff anyway. So we we finally get to what? Our, our, he's down to two ships now. We get our last verse, which is just saying like, you know, he wasn't even, he's never even stepped foot in the USA. Why does he have his own day? You know, is basically how the verse ends. And I think that's basically how the cartoon ends too. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we've been waiting for this one for a long time. I mean, uh, let's see, references to other uh, stuff. Uh, mm, can't really think about There's anything. a poem called 1492. 1492. It's in 1492. Yeah, which, yeah, which I only knew that Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. That's all I – Yeah, that's in the 1492, first. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's all I knew. Is that That's it, right? Isn't there? Well, there's more to it. Oh, there's well. A- I put a link to the entire one if you want to read it. But. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. Kelly, what did you think about this uh, this Columbus segment? I, I got excited when I thought it was going to be the Columbus episode. Um, but eh, it just wasn't funny. Um, I I thought it was kind of cute when the pun counter went off into the water. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I don't know. And it I I guess it kind of reminded me of um uh what's the one um with the the peg leg guy in the original series. Oh. <laughs> um the Moby oh. Dick is it the Moby Dick one or well or the, there's yeah there's been a few there's there's a the, couple was the pirates the pirate, private private property uh, yeah <laughs> uh, what's very uh, urban modern animated cartoon individual yeah, yeah that's I'm probably just, that may be the one yeah. I'm thinking of uh, oh that's another song I like but that's also on the original soundtrack <laughs> um, and of course there's Magellan with the you know that yeah was a, I was thinking Magellan song yeah, yeah. I. I, I just didn't, uh, it didn't feel fresh or exciting or, you know, I, I know they were trying to bring awareness to the fact that Columbus is a very controversial figure now. And, and I, I think most people or a lot of people don't even ob- observe the holiday anymore. They're kind of, everybody's trying to move away from that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it just wasn't. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> For, it's we're just a few years away, I think, from calling it Indigenous People that People's Day probably officially. I think, so, I think some people already do that, though. Yeah, they do. I don't exactly. think it's like it's, a, is it like a, well, it's just a a coinciding holiday more than yeah. I don't think it's ever gonna never be Christopher Columbus. There's always gonna be because it's not gonna be illegal to say like you know Christopher Columbus Day you know it's going to be like oh yeah if you want to celebrate Christopher Columbus Day you can do that it's well, fine I'd rather, you know, get, it's... I'd rather get sales on mattresses on Columbus Day than Indigenous Peoples Day you know that just seems Wait, like so you want cheap to? 
it just seems cheap to have like sales on indi- uh, Indigenous People's Day, Columbus Day. It's like, sure, yeah, whatever. Dress some guy up in an explorer's costume. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I, I think I think there'll always be you know Columbus Day. I don't think that's ever going to go away. But I think more and more every year there'll be more and more people saying Indigenous People Day instead of Columbus Day. Well, so and you know I think it's fine to you know necessarily call it Columbus Day as long as it's in context of what. A yeah. horrible person he was, you know. Exactly. And he wasn't that, you know, the, the main thing that we thought of as, you know, kids growing up when you learn about a Columbus is, and he he thought he was in Asia, you know, like that was the, mm-hmm. he it, called just like, well, Indians. he was kind of dumb. They never talked about it, the fact that he starved people or, you know, tried to get gold from, you know, they don't talk about that stuff. Bad at math, can't figure out how big the world is. Uh, but yeah, I guess, you know, it, I think, uh, Columbus day started off as like an Italian pride day, basically, you know, for, well, it was, for it was because there was so much anti, uh, Italian, right. You know, like, like, but did you know that an Italian found America and then that was like, they could, you yeah, know, exactly. Like, haha. So we are. Like, important oh, okay. This. So we, sh- yeah, so yeah, we shouldn't time. hate Italians. So let's hate these other races. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, there's plenty other people to hate. <laughs> yeah look like look at look at columbus he hated a bunch a bunch of people yeah yeah so let's learn from columbus don't <laughs> hate the italians hate other people so it's just like <laughs> well I, I i did think that the song um was a little i just the tempo was just too slow i know that they yeah. were going off of the poem but i'm just like could you just put it up half a beat or something like that like just like ugh. Like, come on, dun, 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 dun. like bring it up a little bit. Let's have some fun with this song a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nathan, Kelly, anything else to say about this, uh, this song? Um, I, it reminded me just now, I just remember there was a song in the, the pinky, the brain one that they don't even credit in the, like during his whole, like uh, going back in time, there's this like cool song going on. I was like, Ooh, I like this song. But it's just not credited in the uh, credits at all. And oh, you mean like, in this episode? Yeah, in this episode when Brain was going back in time, the last that segment. You hear a song. It's like it's it's playing while he's going back in time. Like, ooh, what does that do? And he's ooh, what does that do? You know, oh, he's yeah. saying that over and over again. But it's just like in the, the background, remix. there's this there's this cool like remix song going on. I'm like, well, what is this? One more time, and I will go back to before your conception and prevent your parents' meat cute. Uh, I will say a couple more things. One thing I didn't understand about this Columbus song was uh, when Wacko said, knock it off, Yakov. Um, I, I could just think of Yakov Shmirnov, but I didn't know why he was calling Yakko <laughs> Yakov. Unless it's... I think that, uh, I'm guessing they all had different names, like Wackoff and... Oh. But did they say again. that though earlier? I don't think they ever announced their names. And also, they mentioned Scuttlebutt at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And and which was funny because Wacko says he said Scuttle, and I thought that was kind of funny. But Scuttlebutt, like the the modern reference to it is, uh, 
rumors and stuff like that. But at the time, back then, it, a scuttlebutt was something on a ship that would carry like a keg of water, basically, fresh water to drink. So it didn't make any sense for Columbus saying, knock this scuttlebutt off or something like that in the context of a navigator. Or, uh, so that that kind of bothered me. The squishing of the animals bothered me, you know, even though the animals got their revenge. Um, by the time the first like he hits a crab and I'm like, eh, whatever, it's a crab. But then he hits a bird and he hits a like a baby bird. A turtle. And oh. a turtle. Yeah, a, a baby sea turtle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't cool. I don't I mean, I I'm glad I guess if anyone's gonna do it, uh, it should be a bad person like Columbus, but still I didn't like it either way because it was still done as you're supposed to laugh at it, I guess. It didn't make me laugh. Uh the there's another reference, another reference to Yakko's world. If I could, I could, I'm tired of- a pun counter for that. Asia! Asia is still a wager, pal. This is Hispaniola. Which is modern day Haiti and the Republic Dominican. Don't call it that. You know who will start singing you know what. What was that? Nothing! Jeez, I am so tired of them talking about Yakko's world. In these episodes, and especially in the second season, they're talking about it all the time. And it's just like, it's almost as if they just like, well, what's, what's Animaniacs, everybody? Uh, uh Yakko's World. Okay, well, let's make sure to talk about that because that's what Animaniacs. Yeah, what did people like in the original series? Sure. Uh, yeah, they liked yeah. Yakko's World and they didn't like anything else. <laughs> so let's make sure we talk yeah, about it a lot. They'll love it. It is a lot. Like, I think every single, like, I don't know if for sure. It, it's at least three everyone? or four this, in the last four episodes. It seems like they've done it at well, least. Like even in the first episode that he was in the ship, but that was for Yakko's universe, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. So I think like in every one, there's like a reference to a song of Yakko's original and at least. Yeah. And, and just especially like Yakko's, Yakko's the world. know-it-all singer, Yakko's the know-it-all singer. It's like, uh, I'm just tired of the, the Yakko's world thing. It, to me, it's, it's, it's just as cheap as if somebody says like, oh, the best joke in Animaniacs, fingerprints. Oh, I'm like, tired of that too. Yeah, exactly. It just seems like <laughs> the same thing every time. Uh, it just felt like lazy. It just, uh, I didn't like that at all. And I didn't like how uh, the, I think it was Dot mentions that she, uh, somebody mentions they weren't able to mention the indigenous peoples, the Arawak and Taino, Taino or something like that. And they said, let's do it right now. So let's sing this last verse. And they never mention. <laughs> yeah, they don't do any of the, like the things that they're just so talking they about. So they say, like, let's do that right now. And they don't do it right then. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, let's do it anyway. Yeah, let's do it anyway. She never, they, they, they didn't sing about the 750,000 indigenous people. Let's do it anyway. No, let's not. <laughs> it's like it, there was even like a. I was like, oh, what is the rhyme that that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't have up. one. It just need one. Like, <laughs> it felt disjointed, and it felt like, guys, what is going on here? It, yeah, again, I, I, just I, such I, a such a. I'm sorry to keep talking, but it just felt like just such a. I was really. I've been looking forward to this segment for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I, I might have enjoyed it more if it was just the song, but also especially if the song was a little bit more uh, higher paced. Did you see who did the voice of Christopher Columbus? Uh, I did not. The voice no. did sound a little bit familiar. It was Ken Marino. So if you 
No, like uh, Party Down or things like that. I don't know. He's a comedian. Okay, Party Down. I know I've seen Party Down. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, yes. Party Down. He was in uh, the. He's in. Um, what's the other? Did you you just mentioned it? He's, he's in like Children's Hospital. The other and stuff two like that. is that what it's called? Uh, no, maybe. the one with the. What's the show on HBO? Um, there's you, lots of shows on HBO <laughs> <laughs> where there's their brother is is the Justin Bieber guy. Did you mention the show? Um, I haven't seen that show. No, no. oh darn it! <laughs> it's called the other two. Well, so, he is very he's funny. Very funny. Yeah, he is a very funny yeah. guy. I did like one of his lines of instead of going west by southwest, I'll go south by southwest or something like that. I thought yeah. that was. But that's, I mean, what a disappointment. I, I just, yeah, I feel sorry for him and like Lauren Lapkus, who are like, was in a pinky in the brain one. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Lauren. <laughs> this this one was like, if I was an actor and I heard I was going to be in an Animaniacs episode, right? You know, I'd be so psyched. I'd be like, oh, right. And then to see the finished product. <laughs> even if you like, weren't an actor and you found out you had oh, be in. Oh, it'd be even better. <laughs> But to see the final product be like this, it just, I felt, it was just so disappointing. I was just, I was upset at how not good this one was and how it could have been so, so good. And it almost gets there. Like everything concept wise, like with a lot of these Animaniacs segments, I go, oh, it's a good concept. Let's see how it's executed. And it's never executed properly or very rarely. You know, it has its moments Mm -hmm. and some of them do hit the mark. But boy, this one really missed it. I'm I'm tired of talking about it. I'm sure our listeners yeah. are as well. I think I think this was better than the uh comic book issue that we had to do. Um I don't know if you remember that one. That was the very first comic book we did, had a Christopher Columbus segment in it, and it was also not good. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't even it didn't even, you know, touch on any of the like at least educational things of all the horrible things that Christopher Columbus did. So at least you have that going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the last segment right here. This is called Fake Medicines. And Fake Medicines was written by Wellesley Wilde, Kathleen Chen, and Brian Polk. It was directed by Brett Barron. And in this one, Yakko, Wacko, and Dop are basically showing off a new medicine called Zobroflex, I believe. And I think... I was kind of unfamiliar exactly what this is supposed to do. I think it just helps you remember every 15 minutes that you took it every 15 minutes. No, it just remembers, uh, helps you know that 15 minutes has passed. Yes. Because you take it every 15 minutes. Yeah. And there you go. And it gives you lots of bad side effects. Um, including my favorite one, which is the, uh, the fedora one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is just that was, that was funny. Uh, kind of random things. Blurred vision, Ugh. dry mouth, <laughs> rapid and irreversible aging, permanent fedora, <laughs> penguin teeth, one long hair in your armpit, restless legs, and fear of clocks. <laughs> the clocks have faces! Uh, I did like the line. Uh, also, they say to you know talk to your doctor or you know an open-minded vet, uh, veterinarian. So I was like, that's funny, but it's very quick. It's it's not much to it. It's you know it's uh, it's 
it's kind of a bit of time filler. But what did you guys think about this fake medicines one? Kelly, let's start with you. Um, I mean, I, I thought the fedora part was funny, too. And, um, you know, but otherwise, it was just basically making fun of um, prescription medicine commercials. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I like that clocks have faces because it's true. It's true. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was, um, I think it was, uh, just the right amount of length because, uh, <laughs> yeah, this one didn't seem too long. It was, it was short enough that it was good, you know. Yeah, the first, it felt like the first, <laughs> if the first segment of the show was as short as this one, I might have liked it a little bit more. Um, I did like seeing Acme Labs, uh, at daytime. The Warners work there. Yeah. They have, you know, they have part time jobs at Acme Labs. Um, but yeah, there you go. Well, let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. Out of five water towers, how many would you give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Uh, I'm going to give it um, three. I'll give it three. Um, comparing it to the very first episode of the series of this uh, reboot. Uh, yeah, it's about that level. So, and oh, it had Rachel McFarland in it again, the sister of. <laughs> I forget. We can't say that she's only been in Seth MacFarlane things because well, I forget who it was on Twitter. They say, correct this. That's not true. She's been in this and this and this. And this I didn't this say this. she was only in, she just also happens to be in all these. <laughs> She's always got a job in a Seth MacFarlane related project. <laughs> she knows Wellesley Wild. She's got an open door policy. She, she just walks in the door. You got anybody for me to voice today? I'll do it. <laughs> she says a couple words. She was the alien. Yeah. At the grabs beginning. a paycheck. Goes away. Uh, Kelly, what about you? I hate I hate to do it, but I gotta I gotta do a two again. I think I think I did two last week, and and it's always funny because I always I usually I feel like I'm I'm more generous than you guys are typically, um, <laughs> but uh, these last two episodes just have not. Well, I think it was the last episode that I also gave it to. Yeah, yeah, you gave okay. the last one. To- yeah, I, it's just not it's not funny. I mean, I, it's like, did, did I, did I take some sober flex or something? And now I've lost my sense of humor <laughs> oh, or are no. these just really not so funny. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, of, of the segments, I like the pinky and the brain one the best. Um, you know, if it, if some of the other segments were, were stronger, I would definitely rank it higher. And, and I always almost seem to uh, like the pinky and the brain one the best. I, I felt like it, it was a, a pretty strong one, but uh, I mean, there's three other segments that just kind of weighed it down, you know? Yeah, totally. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a two as well. Um, just because, yeah, it just wasn't funny. And then there's these moments of just plot wise. I'm just like, what is, why are they, they're not doing what they, sh- it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they're <laughs> either, they're either saying they're going to sing a verse about this and then they don't or pink. That or, really the, bothers. You. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> You said you were going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the brain saying, this goes back two hours. Oh, wait, no, it goes back two weeks. You know, yeah. Like- and it seemed like he could have just destroyed that at any time, I guess, because it just took him back there 
So like in the scene before that, when he was fighting the pinky to get it back, it could have just destroyed then. It would have been so, fine. Yeah. But, I, I think I, but we I, did get cool animation after that. So. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I'm being generous in, by giving this one too. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel like it should be lower, but I feel that just darn mean because like I said, I like the, the general concepts of these on paper, like the just – Blurb, like in the sentence. Christopher Columbus. Yeah, you were excited for that. For, oh man, I, so I think excited. that was also just the expectations of it. Yeah, scene. well, that's gonna happen. Now I'm just like a mean Star mm-hmm. Wars fan. Oh yeah. no! Oh, it's the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> I'm a nice Star Wars fan. Just there's certain topics you gotta stay away from with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess let's go ahead and get to our contact information. Nathan, where can people find you online? Uh, best place is Twitter. I'm on there all the time. <laughs> I'm constantly posting things. I know. I'm like, Nathan, it's three in the morning. Go to sleep. <laughs> so yeah, I can't, I can't stop it. Uh, Django FT, that's me. But how yeah, if you contact me, I'll probably... Respond. How many followers are you up to now, Nathan? Here? <laughs> oh, man, I have to stop checking because I'm constantly checking and it must be up to like 50 or 100. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Somewhere this, between those. If we can... If we can at least, I mean, folks, we've almost been doing this podcast for like six years, and Nathan's plug in his Twitter every week. I'm constantly posting and things, constantly too, like... tweeting. <laughs> Follow the guy. Get him oh, wait, 100 no, I have, followers. I have, I do have 100 followers. So. Ooh, man, well, we passed <laughs> okay. 100. We should. Oh, I just got have had okay. a whole episode dedicated to that when that happened. Okay, well, Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter. You go to Princess, Y-O-D-A, P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. Okay, and that's for the Animaniacast. We're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Animaniacast. That's where you can get great Animaniacs creators commentaries with Tom Ruger each week, and, of course, bonus audio with us. And if you're uh, willing to pay a little bit extra, you get to have handmade decals with Animaniacs characters on them, or even signed Animaniacs trading cards from the 90s. Signed by Tom Ruger. So that's a collectible you can only get over at our Patreon. And of course you can join us at our discussion. We're a proud member of the RetroZap Podcast Network, so you can head on over to the RetroZap Discord server. The welcome link is discord.animaniacast.com head on over there talk about Animaniacs or anything else in pop culture that you'd like well that'll do it for today's episode so for Nathan and Kelly this is Joey saying good night everybody good night everybody good night everybody this podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. We're taking over the world!